1: Hey, Riley. Yeah? what do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon? What else?
2: Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Death and sparkle million flavors. Take that smoother, smoother flavors. Pabst Blue Ribbon, dear.
3: What'll you
1: have? Pabst Blue Ribbon.
3: Internationally famous Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beer served. Anywhere presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Tonight, the Chester A. Rileys take a little time out from the cares of this busy world to relax with their next-door neighbors, the Jim Gillises, who are expected to drop by any minute. Host Riley has just finished setting up the bridge table in the living room.
4: Now, look out for those legs. One of them's floppy.
3: Yeah, okay, Dumplin'.
4: Oh, we ought to get a new card table. Those legs look awful. All
5: bent. Oh, honey, <laughs> if your legs were as old as these, they'd be bent, too. <laughs> That's it. All set now.
4: Well, here's the cards, dear.
5: Four decks. Is that how you play Canessi?
4: Canasta. <laughs>
6: and the Gillises are very good at it, too. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, Gillis. Yeah. Stop running up my electric bill, will you?
5: Greetings, Ranny. Okay, go ahead and deal. Come in the house before we start playing. eh? Hello, Mrs. Ranny. Where's the score pad? I'll get one. Where's Honeybee? Oh, the little woman will be right over. She's giving our boy Egbert a bet.
4: But Egbert's 14. He's a big
5: boy. Yeah, you should see the way he fights back.
2: (laughs) Now,
5: Riley, the first thing about playing this here is sport of canasta. Eh? Well, relax, Gillis. We can't start yet. I'm expecting Hal Sloven here any minute. Sloven, the yeah. kid from where we work?
4: Yes, oh. Riley phoned him to come
5: over. Yeah, today I happen to hear the foreman's going to fire him if he don't wake up on the job. You know, I think he's gotten into some kind of trouble. With me. Oh,
2: I wonder
5: what well, I'm. Oh, oh, that's him. Now, look, let me do the talking. Now, let him in, Peggy.
4: Oh, hello, honeybee. Oh, just
2: fine. Never better. James Gillis. You've just got to do something about that son of yours. He's getting very ugly. You
6: don't favor me, none.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Riley. Right. Now, Riley, and you two, Peggy, to play this here canasta.
5: Now yeah.
6: Oh, oh, that's how. Ooh. Some kid from the plant. Well, hiya, hello pal. Hello, Mr. Riley. Good evening, folks. Oh, hi. Yeah, I uh, hope I'm not breaking up your evening, Mr. Riley. You've got company. Right? Oh, the Gillises ain't company. <laughs> They're
1: always here. They like free food. <laughs>
2: <laughs> woo It's the extreme!
1: <laughs> yeah, Riley's always kidding. I am a little hungry, Peg. Well, well, we'll
4: have cake after the game.
5: Well, Hal, come on, out with it. What's been eating at you lately?
6: Well, I... I... Uh,
4: <laughs> Honeybee and I'll go inside so you men can talk. Yeah.
6: Oh, no, don't. Maybe you could advise me, Mrs. Riley.
4: Well, I'd be glad to, if I can. Yeah, well,
6: what's this about your wife ain't feeling good Hal?
4: Now, that could make any young man
6: nervous. Is it... is it serious? Well, yes, ma'am, it's very serious. I... well, it's going to be a, what they call an addition to the family.
4: Oh, a... Bear. Baby.
6: Oh, isn't that nice? Oh, a baby. Well,
5: congratulations. That's great, Hal.
4: Oh, a baby. Why, there's nothing to that.
1: You
2: know, I had my eggbert on the Tuesday, and Thursday I was scrubbing floors.
1: Now she's scrubbing
2: eggplates. <laughs>
5: <laughs> ah, you had me worried there, Hal. It's great to be a father. Believe me, I know. I'm speaking as a two time winner. Here. Here's a picture of our kids.
6: Oh, you've got a fine
5: family. Yeah, Babs and Junior are great. It's a joy to have offspring like them spring off of you. This
4: is your first, isn't it, Harold?
6: Yes, ma'am. It's all new to me. Well, think of the baby. It's all new to him, too.
2: (laughs)
4: Jim? Well, what makes you think it'll be a boy?
5: Harold's first son has got to be a boy. (laughs) Our first
6: son was a boy.
2: Oh, Jim. I'll play you a game while they're gabbing. Okay, deal. And no cheating.
6: I wish I could do more for Alice. She ought to have the best of everything, but I don't
4: know. Oh, I'm
6: sure it'll work out.
4: It did for us.
6: Well, I I mean, where'll we get a house with another room? How'll we get by on my salary? You talk like nobody never had a baby in their family before. But it's been
5: going on for years, and it always will. People stopped having babies, and a hundred years, there would be no people in the world. There was no people left in the world. What's the use of going on living?
2: <laughs> well, I just can't help
6: worrying over Alice. That's why it's hard to keep my mind on my job.
4: Now, at a time like this, your wife needs you to be cheerful around.
6: Yeah, you've got to kid around, act happy, not
5: worry see? You've got to be what they call a, a, a pillow of strength. Right, Peg? Hmm?
4: You mean like you were, Riley, when our first friend was born?
2: Yeah, like he was. Ha, 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 ha,
5: ha. <laughs> Well, never mind the sour chasm killers. <laughs> if Hal's like me, he'll be okay.
4: Hey, I'm Cersei. <laughs> we had herring for supper. Oh, uh, Riley, will you go out and get some drinks?
5: Oh, yeah, I'll get down to the corner. What do you have? That's Blue Ribbon, what else? Uh, okay, I'll be right back pronto. Don't go
2: away.
6: Yeah, I wish I looked at things like Mr. Riley. You want to be like Riley? Hit yourself on the head with a hammer, but hard. Jim Gillis.
4: But actually, Harold, it, it might cheer you up to hear about how Riley acted when we were expecting our first baby.
6: Yeah, we was all back in Brooklyn. Oh,
5: them was the hungry days.
4: Oh, I'll never forget the night I broke the news to Riley. You see, our doctor was dear old Dr. Beamish
2: my,
1: he was such a sweet man. I remember one day... Well, Mrs. Riley, everything's going very well. In my opinion, you might have a bassinet ready for a little visitor about, uh... No, about mid-June.
4: Oh, my. I wish we could afford a lovely nursery and... And a real bath and that and everything. Now,
1: now, my dear. I don't think your baby will do much worrying about the cost of its crib. One of the happiest babies I've ever seen lived in a well-lined laundry basket. <laughs> How's your husband feel about the baby? Excited, I'll bet, huh?
4: Well, I... I haven't told him yet.
1: What? Well, you've known it for quite a while.
4: <laughs> yes, but I... I've been wondering just how to break it to him.
1: Oh, I see. Well, you know, I went to a movie the other night... In this story, the wife just showed her husband a pair of little booties. (laughs) At once he took her into his arms. Ah, it was a beautiful moment.
4: Oh, that's a nice idea. Well, I'll try
1: that. Yeah, fine, fine. And don't you worry about your appetite, Mrs. Riley. Natural, entirely natural.
4: Dumplin', I'm home. Are you home? Oh, dear. I better hide these booties. How are you, Chester, darling?
5: Oh, gee. You're beautiful.
4: Chester, what's huh? all these bundles?
5: Well, I got everything for you, Dumplin'.
2: Everything?
4: Yeah,
5: I got the pickles, I got the lemon lifesavers, and the licorice whip, and the whipped cream you like on top of the rye crisp. <laughs> I couldn't get strawberries though. I, I mean, I, I could have, but they were two dollars a box.
2: Oh,
4: thanks, dear. But you know, right now I I'd rather have some pistachio ice cream and bologna.
5: <laughs> pistachio bologna? What's the matter with your appetite lately, Peg? You've been asking for the craziest things.
4: Well, I your I... Yes. I have
5: something to tell you. Now, now, sit down and listen. Well, I can take it standing up. <laughs> The gas bill we owe, they can wait till next time. Like they did last time. No.
4: It's not that. It's something very nice.
5: Oh, well, that's good. Well, 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 go ahead. Tell me fast and let's eat. I'm hungry.
4: Well, Chester.
5: Hmm?
4: What does every married couple want
5: most? Uh, more happiness, more money, and uh, less relatives.
4: No. Now... Listen. Even if a couple has everything else in the world, what's the one thing that holds them together in later life? The law. Well, it's just no use being subtle with you. Look, here's something I've been knitting.
5: Oh, mittens. Well, thanks. I need a (laughs) pair. Yeah, they are very pretty, yeah.
4: Not beauty's booty. Huh? Oh, dear. I I may as well tell you. We're
5: going to have a little
4: addition to our house.
5: Well, now, don't be silly, Peg. You can't even pay the rent for this joint. Why should that landlord's a sign assignment you? Uh...
4: There's a little stranger coming to our house.
5: Oh, so that's what you've been trying to tell me. Well, I won't stand for it. That sawed-off run of an uncle of yours ain't moving in on us.
2: No. This
4: isn't an uncle. It's a little... Peggy. Peggy.
2: <laughs> you
5: don't mean it, it's going to be our own little
2: stranger?
4: Yes, Chester. Oh, how clever of you
5: to guess it.
2: <laughs> a
5: baby. A little baby... Well, darling, why are you standing there Gavin? You should have told me. Get your hat, get your coat. Let's get to
2: the hospital. I'll call an
5: ambulance.
2: Oh, It's not till June.
5: Huh? Oh, June. Oh, well, then we'll have time to go by streetcar. Peg, darling. Kiss, Papa. I'm going to be a father. And that kid's going to have the best that money can buy.
4: Oh, what money, dear? You can't afford much on $16 a week.
5: Oh, yeah, well, you're forgetting the raise I'm getting.
4: Chester! <laughs> Mr. Grimes gave you a raise? Yeah. When?
5: Well, I'm asking him tomorrow.
1: <laughs> well, 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 who is it? Who is it?
5: Uh, Mr. Grimes, uh... Could I please speak to you a minute, Mr. Grant? Uh, sir, please? What's the matter, Riley? Shipping room shut down? Well, no, I'll, I'll hurry right back as soon as I... Oh, I don't it... hurry on my time, Riley. Save your strength for running home at night. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of home, that's kind of what I sort of wanted to say. Maybe
1: Asks I... for a minute and takes the afternoon off. Is this a social call, Riley, or is it important? Well,
5: it's important, Another right,
1: thing, I... Riley. Yesterday, when you opened the packing case, you threw away two of the nails you pulled out. Wait. Oh, I know
5: where well, they was bent. Pull them out and...
1: more carefully in the future. That's all right. No,
5: no, wait, Mr. Grimes. I well, well, well the fact is, uh, my my wages. You know, I am getting sixteen a week.
2: Uh, and... and...
5: Hurts your conscience, eh? <laughs> you know, you don't deserve it. Well, no, sir. I well, it's. it's... Could you let me have it raised, sir, uh, Mr. Grimes? A raise? Well, I got to have at least a. A dollar more a week. A dollar more? Are you living a double life? No, sir. It's Well, we're We're having a new baby at our house. A baby?
1: Riley, what kind of a low trick is that to pull on me?
5: Uh, I'm sorry I forgot to ask your permission. (laughs) I swear it won't happen again, Mr.
2: Grant.
1: Having a baby just to work on my sympathy... Oh, well, I guess I'll have to do something for you. Oh,
5: thanks, gosh. Thanks, Mr. Grant. Yes. I was going to fire you.
1: Fire me? But I'm a soft-hearted old fool. So, I'll take you back, Riley.
5: Well, oh, thanks, Mr. Naturally,
1: I expect you to
5: recognize my generosity. Oh, sure, certainly, Mr. Grant. You've got a heart of gold. Yes, I
1: have. So, I tell you what we'll do. Well.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
5: Peggy.
4: Oh, hello, dear. Did you get the raise?
5: Well, I. uh, Yeah, 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 sure.
4: Oh, I'm so proud of you. You must have really talked up to that old skinflint. How much did you make him give you?
5: Uh, ten dollars. Ten?
4: Well, that makes twenty-six a week. Oh, we're rich.
5: Well, it's not exactly twenty-six.
4: Well, yes, it is. You were getting sixteen. Yeah,
5: well, that was before I got fired. Yeah. Oh, I, I forced him to take me back, don't worry. Only, naturally, on account of taking me back, i got to cooperate. So so the ten a week he pays me now is a, kind of a raise, you might say, from the nothing I was getting when I got fired. <laughs>
2: ten a week? Oh, Chester.
5: I, I guess I'm a failure as a father.
4: Oh, you're nothing of the sort. Now, don't you worry, Chester. We'll... You'll make out
5: somehow. Yeah. I'll have to get some extra work at night.
4: But when would you sleep?
5: Well, when a man's got to figure out how to feed three people and send his son to college on ten bucks a week, who can sleep?
3: (laughs) You have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. But here's a question you hear everywhere these Christmas shopping days. What'll you have?
1: Pat's blue ribbon. What'll you have? Paps blue ribbon. If you're still in a Christmas
6: shopping fix, remember that handsome handy six. For there's nothing smarter you can give him than a handy six carton of past blue ribbon. What'll you have? Pat's blue ribbon.
2: What'll you have? Pat's
6: blue ribbon. What'll you
3: have? Pat's blue ribbon. Pat's blue, 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 blue ribbon. Dear. Pooter,
2: pooter, Cooler flavors, zest and Sparkle,
3: million flavors. Take that Cooler Cooler flavors, PAP Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served anywhere. Hap Blue Ribbon. Yes, and the finest gift you can give the real beer drinker is a couple of those special Christmas wrapped handy six cartons of his favorite beer. The beer with the flavor the whole world knows. So don't worry about the hard to please gentleman on your shopping list. Just give the gift that's always in good taste. The finest beer served anywhere.
2: Finest beer served anywhere. That's Blue Ribbon beer.
3: What'll you have? That's Blue Ribbon. And now back to The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. In the living room of the Riley's California bungalow, Mrs. Riley is still telling their young family friend the story of what the Rileys went through when they were expecting their own first baby some years back.
4: So there we were, Harold. Riley was only making $10 a week, and the baby coming in June.
6: Well, I make more than that, but I guess the money went further in those days. Did Mr. Riley earn some extra money like he said he would? Oh,
4: yes. He worked every spare minute, time
5: well, here you are, Douglas, two more dollars. I sold 40 apples today. Oh, you
4: poor thing having a stand on the street on your Sunday off. Oh,
5: so what? We ain't doing so bad, are we, darling? It's cozy in this basement, ain't it? Uh, at least we were warm last winter. And we didn't have to yell at the janitor for heat. No, no trouble with the janitor. I'm the janitor. <laughs> of
4: course, it, it's a little dark in this basement.
5: Well, only in the daytime. At night, the headlights from the automobile shine right in.
2: Chester,
4: yeah? I, I've been thinking, why don't you go out with your friends? There's no need for you to be cooped up.
2: Oh, I like being
5: cooped up. As long as you're the chicken in the coop, I <laughs> will <laughs> I'll, I'll look out the window for a change. Hey, this is a nice front window we got. Oh, air. <laughs>
4: why, you can't see a thing from that window. It's lower than the street. And all those bars.
5: Well, I can see plenty. I-, I can see all the feet going by up there, and I'm getting so as I can tell who's passing by watching their shoes.
2: Oh, you
5: can. Yeah, sure, I can. Huh? Uh, there goes that poor henpecked Charlie Hogan.
2: <laughs> he got
5: his pay envelope tonight. How
2: can you tell
5: by the bulge in his shoes?
2: <laughs>
5: but he can't fool Mrs. Hogan.
2: That's her running after him. <laughs> oh.
5: Listen, I bet you don't know who that is. No, who is it? Oh, that's my pal, Digger Odell, the undertaker. You see the grass on his shoes? I guess he's been out playing golf.
7: Hey, Digger. Who calls from down below? Bruce. It's
5: me, Riley Digger. Look. Well, look, I'm down here. Bend down to the grating.
7: I see you now. <laughs> Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. <laughs>
5: well, thanks, Digger. How's everything with you? How- how's business?
7: Oh, business is quiet. Very little turnover lately. <laughs> Tell me, Riley, how do you and your dear spouse like living here? Underground.
5: Oh, it could be better, but it ain't exactly underground. It's only six feet.
7: I wouldn't go any deeper if I were you. <laughs> By the way, dear chum, I'm on my way to Madison Square Garden to see the prize fight Killer McCann versus Slugger Johnson. Oh, well, I didn't know you
5: cared about the fight. Oh, yes.
7: My favorite pastime is boxing. <laughs> ah, the smoke filled arena, the gallant gladiators, the roar of the crowd. I adore boxing. It's okay. Yeah, it's a great sport I'm crazy about it, too Then why not come along with me? I have two ringside tickets I got them from a customer Who has no further use for them
5: (laughs) Well, gee, I'd like to go, Digger But I gotta stay home tonight
7: Too bad, Riley You should go out more often You're too young to bury yourself So call me up sometime Oh, thanks, Digger Oh, bury me not on the lone prairie uh-huh. He's a great
5: guy, Digger. I wonder why he ain't more popular.
7: Listen, dear.
4: You know, you're entitled to go out sometimes.
5: Go to the fight. Oh, no, not me, Dumplin. Time enough when I can take my son with me, too. But wait till them guys see me at the ringside with my baby. <laughs> They'll wish they'd stayed home more nights. <laughs>
4: the pillow in that chair. You're not sleeping in that.
5: Oh, sure. Any time now, you... You know, well, you might need me to, to get the taxi quick. <laughs> we might have to race the stork to the hospital. <laughs> Whoa,
4: but you need your sleep, Chester. Go on to bed. No, no,
5: not me. I'm sitting up here. Maybe I'll close my eyes for a second, but I ain't going to sleep. i got to be ready if you need me. left, McGinty. You left. Chester. Be with your... Chester, wake up.
4: Chester, wake up.
5: Oh, wake oh, up. Know, huh? Who's that?
4: It's me, Chester. Wake up, dear. We better get that taxi.
5: Huh? Taxi? What for?
4: Chester, we have to go to the hospital. Right. Chester, wake up. We have to go to the hospital.
5: Oh, hospital, what for? I feel all right. Not one. <laughs> Our... Hospital. Peggy. Is he?
2: For you? Can I... Don't get excited, dear, but hurry. Hey, hey, baby. Baby, I want a baby. I'm having a taxi. I mean... Taxi, I'm having a baby.
5: (laughs) That's the driver. Got to get to the hospital. I'm doing 60, Mr. Faster,
2: faster! I can't go any faster! Faster,
5: no time to lose, faster! Somebody hurts bad in the hospital? No, it's my wife. She's having a baby in my garage. My, my wife, turn around go back. I forgot to clean
2: my life! <laughs> One more corner, lady. Now, this is the block. Oh, there's the hospital, lady. How you feeling, lady? I'm all
4: right, thanks. I'm fine.
6: Where are we? Where are we? Oh, here's the hospital. Okay, lady. We made it okay. Here, let me help you, lady.
4: Oh, I'm all right. But would you mind helping me get my husband out of the cab?
5: No, 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 Peg. Don't be nervous. We got here, okay? Yes, dear. Yes, dear. Now
4: just take my arm.
5: That's right, Peg. We 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 got to be brave, Peg. We got to be brave.
6: I got his feet, lady. Feet?
5: Huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, just put him down on the sidewalk. I'll make him walk.
4: Uh, That's right, Chester now, dear. Just take it easy going up the steps. Be
5: brave. Be
2: brave. Be brave.
4: You're you're doing fine, dear. One more step now. Here, here,
1: here. What is all this? Oh, it's okay, officer. Okay?
3: That fellow looks like he was hit by a car. Both legs broke. (laughs) Now, it's a maternity case. He's the father.
2: Oh.
5: Poor fellow. <laughs> the first six of the hardest. Oh, no, no. No, thank you. You're going to be all right. My legs. Where'd I leave my legs? <laughs> Wait,
4: I'll push open the door.
1: No, no, oh, well, Mrs. Riley got your call. We're all ready for you.
4: Oh, thank you, Doctor. Uh, could I have some smell and salt?
1: Well, certainly. Here you are, feeling a little faint.
4: Oh, no, it, it's not for me. It's for my husband. Here, dear, sniff this.
1: Well, Mrs. Riley, how are you feeling?
4: Ah, oh, sleepy, doctor. How, when...
1: I have some good news for you. You are the mother of a fine baby, now six hours old. A fine baby girl.
4: A girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better not be around when my husband finds out, Doctor. He hates to be double crossed.
2: <laughs>
4: oh, my husband. Can I see him?
1: Uh, not until tomorrow, I'm afraid. I gave him a sedative. He's resting now. <laughs> Now, now don't worry, we'll pull him through. I've never lost a father yet.
2: <laughs>
4: so that's the story, Harold. Yep, and every
5: white pig says it's true. I'll vouch for next.
4: Hey, are we playing canasta or ain't we? Of course. After all these years, Riley remembers it a little differently. (laughs) To hear him tell it now, he practically ran the hospital that night.
6: (laughs) And you let him think so?
4: Oh, of course. Why, he'd be hurt if he thought he'd let me down.
6: Well, I won't let my wife down. Oh, of
4: course you won't. Now, you keep your mind on your job, and your wife will take care of hers. So just relax and don't get in the way.
1: Well, I got it. Ice Cold Pabst Blue Ribbon. Castilla, ah, health, Thanks. Well, come on, folks. Pour yourself some pleasure.
4: Well, you took long enough, Riley. i told Harold the whole story of the night dance was born.
5: Oh, 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 there you go again, Peg, boosting
6: about me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: Mr. Riley, the, the way you were. Uh stood by your wife. I tell you, it was a lesson to me. Yep,
5: I handled everything okay. Didn't I beg, huh?
4: Oh, fine, dear.
6: Yep.
5: You was a dream, Riley. Yep. So you see what I mean, Hal? Stay on your job. Don't worry. Keep cool. Believe me, Hal, having a baby is a cinch. Ask any man. <laughs>
3: we will be back in just a moment. But right now, here's a very, very timely
2: message. What do you have? What do you have? Merry Christmas, dear. And may all your hopes come true for a peaceful, bright new year. What do you have? What do you have? Merry Christmas, dear. Yes, may all your hopes come true for a peaceful, bright new year.
3: Like the Christmas candle shining its light into a darkened world, May this Christmas of 1950 lighten all our hearts with hope and with faith. Hope in the future of our peace-loving people. And faith in the strength of kindliness, of neighborliness, of goodwill. To all of our good friends throughout the world, the makers of Paps Blue Ribbon extend in the deepest and fullest sense a Merry Christmas. What do you have?
2: What do you have?
5: I don't need phones. I told Hal to call me from the hospital as soon as it happened.
4: Now, Riley, don't get excited. Yeah, well, I
5: oh, that's him now. Hello? Oh, hello, Hal. How's everything? Oh, that's well. So what is it? A him or a her? What? Whoa!
2: Well, uh... what is it, Riley?
5: It's a them. <laughs>
3: Here you are, Riley. Here's a fine foaming glass of Pap's Blue Ribbon for you. Now, what do you say? Why, holding
5: this precious goblet in the hand, I rise to say to you, Mr. Wellington, and to our friends from coast to coast, a very Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good
3: life. Perhaps Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Ellen Lipscott and Reuben Schiff. Music by Lou Coslock. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Honey is Maxine Seaman. Grimes is Lou Merrill. Dr. Beamish is Griff Barnett. Taxi Driver is Peter Leeds. And Hal is played by Gil Stratton, Jr. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. Life of Riley is brought to you by the Pabst Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And sent your way with the best wishes of Pabst Blue Ribbon Dealers from coast to coast. See you next week. Jimmy Wallington speaking.
1: Here, Dangerous Assignment and The Man Called X tomorrow on NBC.